Welcome to It Starts at Home, a weekly podcast where we have honest conversations about what discipleship looks like in the home. Our hope is to come alongside parents by providing biblical truth and practical tools for raising kids and teens. We don't claim to be experts and we haven't written any books, but we do love families and want to help them build their foundation on Jesus. Thanks for joining us. Hi, my name is Thad Yessa, and thanks for joining us for another episode of It Starts at Home. I'm here as always with my co-host, Allie Keaton. How are you doing today, Allie? I'm good, Thad. You know, it is definitely feeling like November around here in St. Louis, and we're actually just getting ready to jump into the holiday season. I agree, and not that we planned it, but that makes a great segue into our topic today. It is, as we're recording it, the week of Thanksgiving, so we thought it would be uh, good for us to do a Thanksgiving-related episode. And today we're talking about the importance of modeling uh, thankfulness, gratitude, and more importantly, teaching it to our children. Right. Uh, I think Jim Gaffigan helps us understand this well. In one of his comedy routines, he talks about when we walk into a hotel lobby and we exclaim, wow, this place is just amazing. We find our rooms, we take good looks around, and we absolutely love everything about our vacation. But by day two or three, when there's unmade beds, suitcases thrown everywhere, something about the magic starts to wear off. We suddenly look around and think, wow, this place is a dump. And when we return from a day of fun, the housekeeping staff hasn't had a chance to clean up our mess, we're outraged. There's a wet towel still on the floor. How could they not take care of this? I'm going to call the office to complain. Mm -hmm. And after Jim Gaffigan says this, the whole audience, of course, erupts as they laugh about it. But really, it's talking about the sense of entitlement that we feel, that we deserve the best. We have earned this. We've worked hard for this. We go on vacation. We go to a hotel expecting everything to be taken care of because we deserve it. Uh, When in reality... We don't deserve anything. Mm. And an attitude of gratitude is a response to God's goodness. That when we recognize what God has done for us, that's where a heart of thankfulness comes from. And that's where we are able to witness to the world as we respond to God's goodness in our life in a way that glorifies him. Yeah, there's some good scripture about giving thanks. First Chronicles 16.34 says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Psalm 9, verse 1 says, I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will recount all of your wonderful deeds. And then Psalm 106.1 says, Praise the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. We praise God because of his character, not our circumstances, and God is always good. So, Thad, what does this look like to instill this gratitude or model it for our kids? Yeah, gratitude in our convenient, gratification, self-obsessed, entitled society uh, doesn't really exist. And I think David Platt really helps us in his book, Counterculture. He summarizes Luke 9.23 about what it means to follow Christ. If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. And Platt puts it this way. Talk about countercultural. In our world where everything revolves around yourself, protect yourself, promote yourself, comfort yourself, take care of yourself. Jesus says the opposite. He says, crucify yourself. Mm. 
put aside all self-preservation in order to live for God's glorification, no matter what that means for you and your culture around you. And we need to remember that our kids are watching. And when we feel like we are failing or we don't know what to do next, the answer is always to get closer to Jesus. Because when we do, those around us might just inch closer too. And really, I think that's such good advice for us is instead of just taking care of ourself, looking to ourself for satisfaction, instead mm-hmm. we should be looking to the one that can actually bring us satisfaction, that's Jesus. And as he, he says at the end, your children are watching. Yeah. And it's so important that our kids aren't seeing us as only having attitudes of grumbling and complaining but instead attitudes of gratitudes yeah and one of the easiest ways that that can be done is just to thank god out loud in front of your kids sure we do it you know we sit down for a meal and we thank god for the food before us and just the ways that he provides for us but what does it look like if we thank god just in normal practice out loud we're thanking god on our drive to work in school that we have a car to drive in that we have a workplace to go to um for blessings in our lives for for a sale on some food that we need at the grocery store. Just normal things that we're seeing, we're doing. Um, Thinking God out loud in the challenges for the ways that he protects us. I think that that is the best way to model gratitude is by actually doing it. And, you know, for some of us, we talked in kids ministry this past Sunday in light of Thanksgiving about, you know, come Thanksgiving and we're going to have to share what are we thankful for. And sometimes that's hard for us as kids, but sometimes it's hard because we're out of practice. And as adults, we might be out of practice too. So maybe this is something new for you too, to think, am I thanking God for these daily things? And not only are my kids seeing it, but do I do it myself? Yeah, I think another way that we can start teaching our kids and teens about thankfulness and gratitude is get them in the habit of writing thank you notes. Mm. Uh, they receive a gift, they write a thank you note. Someone does something kind for them, they write a thank you note. Someone takes time out of their day to help them with something, you write a thank you note. I know thank you notes can kind of seem like an old tradition. Like that's what you used to do, but we don't do that anymore. Just send a text now. Yeah, you could just send a text or a Snapchat or or whatever. But uh, there's something special about taking time to sit down with a card and a pen and write out a, a thank you note and it means more to me when I get a, a right. letter in the mail than when someone just sends me a happy birthday text like when I get a birthday card that's way more exciting than just a text right because somebody took the time and effort to to do that mm-hmm. I think another way to instill or model gratitude is to allow our kids to have delayed gratification I think this is something that I recognized um, when I worked as a nanny when a kid when one of the kids I was caring for would ask for a drink of water, I would immediately stop what I was doing and go get them a, a drink of water or a snack or whatever it is that they were asking for. This is my job to care for them and that's what they needed in that moment. But I think there's a benefit of delayed gratification. Mom, can I have this? Well, let's save up money for that toy that you want. And then once you know we've saved up and time has passed and all of these things, it's taken a while we're going to learn to appreciate and be more grateful for the things that the blessings that we're having and the things that we get because it was a delayed process. Yeah. I think we could also take time like in your family worship routine that you're just going to take time to count blessings. Whenever it is your family is sitting down to read God's word or read a devotional, 
just take time to like, hey, what can what is a blessing that God has given us? Or better than that is keep a notebook yeah. and you can write down all those blessings and then keep track of like, look at how good God has been to our family this year. Absolutely. I think that can kind of segue us into this week being Thanksgiving. And let's just talk about some different ways that we can celebrate Thanksgiving. Sure. Everybody's looking forward to the food. I think you ask kids what they're thankful for and they start listing like the things that they're going to eat on Thanksgiving, which I think is hilarious because we should be thankful for things other than the food we get on Thanksgiving. But, um, I but we think are thankful for We the are food. thankful for the food that we get on Thanksgiving. Um, they're all thankful for turkey. So I think that starting Thanksgiving, just kicking your day off with gratitude. Um, if you... I don't know, Do if you eat breakfast on Thanksgiving morning, I don't know if you save room for lunch and dinner, but if you eat breakfast, like start your day before you go with the extended family and before you leave your house or whatever, make a list of those blessings, count those blessings Thanksgiving morning. Um, think of the things that you're thankful for. Be, start the day off with giving thanks to God. Yeah, I think you can also, uh, a fun way, if your pumpkins from our pumpkin patch <laughs> haven't rotted yet, is that you can... Take time and you can write on the pumpkin all the things that you're thankful for. And it may be fun and it'll fill up quickly, a lot easier than you thought. Like once you get started, it's very easy to keep writing or you can write bigger if you're running out (laughs) of uh, things to say to fill it up. But just another fun, tangible way to instill thankfulness yeah and you can do that of course with any with anything you can make a little tree and on each leaf you can write something you're thankful for or you can take a cloth tablecloth and write with a sharpie on there the things that you're thankful for save it for thanksgivings to come of look in 2020 i was thankful for this um you can make a paper chain with just strips of paper and see how long you can make the paper chain just a different fun way especially hands-on with your kids and teens to look at all these blessings that we have yeah, and you can even you can tell a story. Uh, all of us love a good story, and Thanksgiving uh, gives us a great opportunity to use stories of the Bible to reinforce the necessity of gratitude in our lives. Uh, you could read in, in Luke 17 of the story of the healing of the ten lepers, mm. and you can remind your kids that Jesus was pleased with the one who returned and gave thanks. And even maybe not just reading the story— uh, maybe you can convince your kids that they're going to act out the story yeah. and get them involved in doing it. And that could be a, another fun way to get them involved in in understanding God's word, maybe in, in different light by acting it out. Yeah. Speaking of fun ways to, you know play a game and have fun with the thank yous is you could you could have you could play a game you could go through the alphabet a to z can we come up with at least one you probably can come up with more than one for each letter what am i thankful for that starts with a and b and c and make a list or see if you can go back and forth see how fast you can go just coming up with things you're thankful for yeah and i think you know especially with this year that we've experienced with a pandemic you can use that like how have we seen God work during this pandemic? What can we be thankful for from God in this pandemic? Maybe it's virtual school. Maybe your kid absolutely loves virtual school. Of course, we recognize that there were different hardships that we've all experienced, but that doesn't mean we cannot give thanks that our God is still good. He is someone that we can still trust in. And there's other fun ways. Some of us may not be able to 
gather with family this year. And so we have to get creative. Maybe you have a Zoom Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think that actually might be what we do with my family that's in California is we've talked about, do we, you know, you could get on Zoom as you're cooking the meal. I think sometimes Thanksgiving meals take way longer to prep than they do to actually eat. So what would it look like for you to FaceTime or Zoom with your family that's out of state or out of town and, hey, we're cooking the turkey together or mashing the potatoes together and talk during that time? Or even better is you can gather and you can all eat dessert at the same time together. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. You know, you can make it even more fun. You can play games on Zoom. I know we're all kind of Zoomed out, but what if you had a family Thanksgiving talent show on Zoom and you shared your talents? Or if you're not talented like me, you could just have a watch party together and you can all watch uh, the same movie. And really, these are just some simple ways to to be creative. Um, I think it, it truly is possible to move beyond the turkey this Thanksgiving and to start cultivating uh, gratitude in our children, which is really what we're trying to convey. Yes, Thanksgiving's great and there's all this food, but what's more important than just our kids having fun, eating food, having another lazy day, uh, is really teaching them about having an attitude of gratitude. Thanks for listening to It Starts at Home. We hope that today's episode has been helpful and encouraging to you. If you enjoyed this episode, we ask that you share it with a friend. You can stay connected by subscribing to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.